Hockey Live episode 13 featuring the Cambridge, Ontario native. Our guest tonight has a, uh, a 19 year career under his belt, uh, over 800 pro games played, and over 4,000 penalty minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, we gave him an introduction, but he didn't need one. It is the Trevor Gillies. Thanks for being with us, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Sorry it uh, took a while. Yeah, no worries, buddy. No worries. So um, I want to jump right in, man. Uh, some questions uh, for the fans that maybe know you and maybe uh, maybe some of you don't. Uh, what have you been up to lately, man? I hear you've been hitting the links hard. Yeah, I, uh, I only played four rounds in 2018. You know, I was still playing and uh, transitioning into the job I'm doing now, which is the jacket I'm wearing, Merchant Pro Express. Uh, we're a big credit card processing merchant services company based out of Long Island, New York, where I played for the Islanders, and we guarantee uh, savings. It's very significant savings to a certain certain type of businesses, whether it's B two B trucking, towing, you know, trash recycling, roll off containers, lumber yards, pretty much anything blue collar type industries, supply places, charities, nonprofits. Uh, I save them a bunch of money, and I like helping people, and you know, make a take all the air to the account and make a little bit off of a lot of people. It's uh, challenging, something different every day, a lot different than chasing a little black piece of galvanized rubber around being a good teammate and good guy in the community and scaring the crap out of people. So, but I'm in my office right, right on, now, brother, sorry right for the on. technical difficulties, but having to rock this for my little phone. So hopefully you can hear me good. Very good. Um, it, it looks like uh, a lot of people are liking and uh, no audio issues so far. So, uh, so, uh, so tell me, man, where are you and the wife posted up now that your career's over? Uh, I came to Augusta, Georgia. Uh, we live in Evans, uh, the nice part of Augusta. I played for the Augusta Lynx back in 01. And uh, my mother-in-law um, kind of ran the office. She did corporate sales, marketing, dashboards, commercials, all that stuff. And met my wife, Danielle, uh, back in the 01 season. And we've called Augusta home in the offseason since then. And um, yeah, this is home. So uh, home of the Masters. Very good. Uh, any kids running around yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. My son's off in college at Georgia Southern, Phoenix, and uh, he's 18. Uh, he's doing well with his studies, and uh, he's having a good time. Pretty big party school. And our daughter is uh, 11 years old and a uh, very beautiful young lady, real sweet. And um, she's doing very well. She's five six already, so uh, they grew up way too fast. My mother-in-law is on here, so uh, shout out to my mother-in-law. I love you. <laughs> very good. All right, man. Um so, uh, so thanks for filling us in kind of uh, where you're at and what you're up to nowadays. Uh, let's jump back into the career a little bit. Uh, for, for those of you that don't know, uh, for our Indiana people tuning in, uh, you played in the NHL for 57 games. You played in the KHL, the American Hockey League, the East Coast, and, uh, of course, the Ontario Hockey League. Um, uh, so of those leagues, man, which, which one of those is most fun to you and why? Uh, obviously playing in the NHL was, uh, you know, I got to live out my boyhood dream uh, after a long, hard-fought journey in the minors and loved all my places along the way. They were all put in front of me for a reason. True, true blessing to be able to play a little boys and girls game and make money at it, make money doing it for so long. And 
Um, you know, obviously playing for the mm-hmm. Islanders. You know, playing my first NHL game was special, but I got dropped by the champ, who's no longer with us. May he rest in peace. And, um, to, to, you know, all the respect and love mm-hmm. to the Bugard family. But, uh, you know, I got blessed to play mm-hmm. a lot of cool places. But obviously the Islanders is uh, – was the highlight of the career and then uh i'd say after that i really uh loved playing for russia in russia for the khl team there called vitez Chekhov, and um i got we were Mm -hmm. our team was owned by an awesome russian family i got treated better there than i've ever been treated but all my stops along the way man i was truly blessed to have just such great people and fans and that i still keep in touch with through this facebook page and um you know it was it was great and my family we had a great time the whole time lived in so many different places and uh, it was a blast, but hey, all good, all good things uh, have Very an expiration date. You know, I got to play till almost forty, and you know, sure. uh, body was barking at me for the last six years, and I was in pain out there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, had a sure. had another concussion from body check, and uh, figured if I wanted to live a happy life and um, with my kids and wife, mm-hmm. uh, it was time to call it. Very good. Um, so you answered a couple of my questions, man, but I want to uh, kind of talk maybe towards the end of your career. Um, in fact, the last year uh, you were with South Carolina, uh, you were the associate captain. Uh, just talk about that role and uh, in that stage of your career and uh, kind of what that meant to wrapping up your career and um, just kind of the role that that was. Um, I wore an Ava many, many years, starting in Portland. I wore it two years with the Portland Pirates. It was probably the best hockey team I ever played on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Corey Penner was there mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, Ryan Getzlaft, uh, Ryan Shannon, Zenon Kanopka, Shane O'Brien, Kent Huskins. <laughs> never uh, Aaron never heard of any of those guys. It's a, it's a <laughs> who's who of who played in the NHL. Uh, Tim Brent, sure. Curtis Glencross. Uh, I mean, the whole team pretty much played in the NHL. and uh, sure. It was an awesome place to play. Love Portland, Maine. Love all the fans there. And, that's when I kind of started wearing the A. I wore the A in many places, but obviously Charleston's pretty special. I got to finish my career in such a great city, owned by such yep. great ownership in the Zucker family, who are still minority mm-hmm. owners, but have sold most of the team now. And I uh, got a lot of great friends uh, that play on that team and that did. Uh, we had a great run. We made it to the finals one year, made it to the semis one year. You know, Charleston's beautiful, great history, great restaurants. Uh, great golf i mean you got the water i love mm-hmm. to fish so you're catching redfish on it you know after practice and speckled trout and black drum sure. i mean taking them home and filleting them up on the you know the granite countertops at the apartments they we had lived sure. in very nice apartments last year in daniel island just had a great time you know like it was the old gray mare kind of helping the young guys and uh it was a blast and um you know i wouldn't have continued to do it obviously uh for as long as i did if i didn't truly love it sure but I mean, being, All right, man. getting um, back to your getting back to your question, being a leader is an honor, and um, you know I had a lot of great older dudes help me uh, when I was coming mm-hmm. up, and you know it's not like I'm as skilled as these guys. I mean, um, but you know, right. bring leadership in different ways through experience, and I'm kind of that raw, raw kind of guy, like a Ray Lewis, uh, real physical mm-hmm. type player, and um, you know I get the guys going on the bench and make sure no one messes with my teammates and protect the skill so they can roam freely and ultimately so the good guys can win. Um, you know, I, I took pride in doing whatever it took, uh, whether it cost me a suspension or not. Um, you know, I believed in enforcing and, and doing it for the crest on the front, not the name on the back. And, uh, sure. you know, I truly missed that part of the game, going to war for my teammates and the fans. Right on. Uh, now, you won an award in 2017, 2018. Talk to us about that an award and, uh, you know, kind of what that meant to your career. We talked about it offline, but I wanted you to kind of elaborate on it a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I won the the Jerry Zucker Award for community service. It's the only award we hand out in the Stingrays organization. I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to win the uh, most valuable player or, or uh, the most points scored because um, I don't, I didn't have barely any. But um, the Zucker family is is all class. And um, they're philanthropists, and uh, you know, any day during the week, you could have anywhere from five to eight guys out in the community. Whether you're talking to kids at schools, or um, you know, doing anything just to help the community, I'm going to cancer, you know, the cancer ward, and you know, all different kinds of mm-hmm. things. And I take great pride in that. You know, I was blessed to play a long time, and you know, it's the least we can do is uh, you know, go go give some of our time, and you know, help raise some money, and um, to help people, um, you know, that that truly need it. Sure. Um, so, uh, kind of getting back to the, the, the banging part of the business, man, with 4,000 career penalty minutes, uh, you fought damn near everyone, man. Um, you know, talk about a few of the memorable ones, uh, if you don't mind, uh, and just kind of running through, uh, the who's who of that. Like you said, I mean, there's not many that I didn't fight. I didn't fight my buddy, big Steve McIntyre. He's an absolute beast, but, uh, we're still good friends to this day. Uh, he got, I broke my foot one year in Hartford, shattered it and, uh, he was big. Steve is playing in Charlotte, which was our East Coast affiliate, and it was the year of the first lockout, 0405. And he got called up, and I was there uh, when he picked out his ring for his his um, his ex-wife, and we just became buddies. And I, we never fought, which is probably good because he he's like me. He throws both hands. He's a lot bigger than me. He's got a lot of power. Um, yeah. Derek Derek Bugard, I fought a few times. Um, obviously, uh-huh. you know that's always a tough one. He's so big, like six eight or yep. six nine, two eighty five. Mm-hmm. I fought six yeah. of my eight. One was one thing the viewers don't know is, you know, all of us guys, most of us are pretty cool with each other. It's a respect thing, you know. We do. Team by Japan. Um, you know, it was Riga Latvia. It was just so cool, like, being on the airplane with my best buddy and, you know, living together and working out every day together and just had an absolute blast. And, um, you know, just you fought them all. They're all tough. I mean, there's no there's no easy fights in the heavyweight division. You don't make it to the American League or in pro hockey as an enforcer unless you're legit. And, um, you know, all of us kind of guys that do that job, I mean, you know, the odd time you got to go do something against someone who's not super tough, but you pretty much try to stay in your weight class for the most part. And, um, you know, I had a lot of them. I mean, I don't know the exact total, probably almost 400, but, um, sure. you know, it, it was fun. But, uh, you know, punches aren't vitamins, and I'm just happy that I'm one of the lucky ones that's still doing well mentally, and I feel great every day, mm-hmm. work out every day, and work, and enjoy my, my daughter who's sitting right here. Come here, baby. Okay, hi. Hmm. Hold on. Danny, Danny, hi. Danny wanted to listen in. Nana's watching. Oh, right on, yeah. Well, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, no, life's good. Uh, I got a buddy that, uh, you know, the East Coast uh, All-Star break is on right now. So Rick Covard, good buddy of mine. He just had, we had dinner and having a few beers and going to watch a little hockey right or something. He's, uh, he's the tra- head trainer for the South Carolina Stingrays. Just a great guy, and I'm good buddies with him. I played there in my last three years. and So he's downstairs with awesome. the wife shooting the breeze. and um, yeah. yeah, man, just so many great people in the game, whether they're fans or teammates. and um, You know, it's a very humbling sport. Um, you could be the man one day and, you know, not be the next. So, uh, there's a lot of good yeah. people and I'm very fortunate for all those awesome relationships that I've established over all these long years. Yeah. Very good. All right, man. Um, 
So uh, you mentioned you mentioned Boog at the the beginning, man, uh, and I have a, a question that kind of follow up with that. Uh, he was probably your first big fight. I think it was your your first fight in the show. Am I right? Yeah, my first NHL game. Uh, he had he was the duck killer. He had destroyed um, Todd Fedorik, who's a really tough dude and good player. Yeah. My buddy Kip Brennan, who I'm buddies with, we we actually just recently hung out with Kanopka and all those guys, Justin mm-hmm. Johnson, Mick Fakoda. Mm-hmm. All these old Clark Gillies, Nystrom. We, they, the Islanders do up a, a thing now. It's called uh, the Islanders Alumni, and they have us in as a blast. And I had to hang with a lot of these guys that I fought that are just awesome dudes, and just you know, just good people networking and getting to hang with their wives. Sure. And it was a good time. Um, yeah, awesome. but Bugard was a very challenging. Um, you know, there's so many guys. John Nasty, Morasty, and me had a bunch of awesome yep. fights. Uh, I fought Eric Goddard. I mean. I fought Colton Orr 10 times. I'm the most yeah. on his card. He's the most on mine. And now we're kind of buddies. We keep in touch. Brian McGratton's a buddy mm-hmm. of mine. I mean, um, Brett Gallant is a good buddy. Uh, Joel Recklish. Yep. Mike Scroy is one of my best friends. Yablonski is one of my best friends. Same with Recklish. I mean, a lot of these guys I fought, I didn't fight Big Earn. Uh, he's doing well. I mean, a lot of us are doing well. You know, you only hear all the negative stuff in the media. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, we're just good dudes that uh, love our families and uh, do what we got to do because we're not as skilled and you know one thing I can say is I loved every single minute of my job um, a lot mm-hmm. of guys you know you'll hear them complaining about it but um, I knew a long time ago at 15 what I got drafted for and I kind of grew my box tried to become a better player a good human being and um, you know learn how to skate better and I was just very physical mm-hmm. and I got I, was, I got lucky to make it um, and it was a blast um, so, but I love it and I, and I do miss it um, but you know, life's still great. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so kind of going from, uh, that, that first big tilt, uh, with, with Boog until the very last one, man. Um, what did you learn in between those about the fight game specifically? Well, especially the one against Bugard. Um, you know, when I first came up, I got to give some credit to a couple guys. Um, one that might watch this is Mel Engelstad, mad Mel Engelstad. This guy's a legend. When I first lined up against him, I was a kid and um, I went, I was, it's all respect. Like people don't realize that usually it's just like a normal conversation like we're having. And, um, you know, I was like, Hey, Mad Mel, I'd be honored to have you on my fight card. And he looked at me like he didn't have a clue who I was, you know I mean? He's a legend. He was, guy was a legend, you know, his, his had his nose fixed since then. But when I looked at him, he could have picked it over here. It was like smashed. The guy, the guy's an absolute warrior. And, um, he's doing real well now. He does like firefighting and competitions and stuff. Just a great dude. He used to, he used to meet me after fights and be like, Hey kid, keep going. You know, you're doing great. And I just like, like that's kind of stuff. that's like, people don't hear, like, they just think we're all a bunch of knuckle dragging Neanderthals. But, um, you know, he gave me my shot. He didn't have to fight me. If I didn't probably fight him in that game on my first shift, I'd probably get sent down and I'm back in the East Coast League, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. in the East Coast League back then, unless you were scoring 100 points, you probably weren't getting one of the vet, vet um, you know, 70, 80, 90 points. You probably weren't going to get a veteran job, and I'd been down there forever. So it was kind of like perfect timing when I got my call because then it kind of restarts again when you're in the AHL, you know. And then you get a lot of years to before you become a veteran and be one of those five spots, and it's tough to keep those jobs. And Fortunately, I was able to keep on a very long time. But, you know, Mel Engelstadt's one of them. He was super tough. Um, Bondi gave me a shot one time. It wasn't a great fight. We both fell early, but he's a legend too. Uh, Stone Cold Steve McLaren. These are all guys that gave me my shot when I was a kid. And, you know, I, sure. I took pride in always giving it. If a guy asked me with respect and, you know, didn't grab me at the end of a shift when I got older and did it the right way, mm-hmm. took the buckets off or went to center ice and squared off, I took pride in, you know, showing up uh, every night. Um yeah, and uh, you know, 
so it, it's a tough job. I mean, sometimes you're fighting with no skin on your hands at all, and you're banged up. But you know, you, that's your job. You sure. got you got to be willing to go to war for your teammates. So. And the, and, the, and the brotherhood and the brotherhood but you know, sure. there's so many guys i could list man they're all tough um friends with a lot of them i just did a podcast with cam jansen recently he's an awesome guy he's real funny I, uh-huh. everyone check out his his show and it's on i think 590 yeah. or something there's so many good right people on. man that do this job it's a very tough job yeah very good um so you've played in a million barns man um you know with your career uh what what's a barn that sticks out as having like just the craziest fans if you remember Ooh, um i mean there's so many nhl barns that are like loud i mean montreal's insane i mean a vancouver was yeah. cool toronto's cool because it's home um i love the old barn um the nassau coliseum i mean i just those yeah. people were so good to me you know they i had a mustache that everyone you know my wife hated <laughs> um but i grew up for, I grew up for charity it was a bet between me joel reckless and scotland road keep it the longest and right i got on. called up it was, it was for cancer for november and i got called up mm-hmm. and the fans kind of it was kind of old school like you know all, yeah. all the old guys in the 80s and it kind of became my identity so they had rock the stash shirts and mustaches and i just got treated so good i mean like i was like a nobody fourth line meathead and uh, you know, the fans really, uh, liked my style and, you know, they're chanting my name sure. and, uh, it was just, sure. a, the whole ride's been a blessing, man. Um, you know, it, it was, it was great. <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, with this being Hoosier Hockey Live and, uh, you know, we're based here out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Did you have the chance to play at, uh, Indiana Farmers Coliseum when you were with the Rays? Um, that's Fort Wayne's building? No, it's Indianapolis. I don't think so. Um, okay. I don't think so. No, um, you know I was injured a bunch being an old guy, and I don't think we did played that. We mainly stick stick okay. in the. Uh, did you ever region. play? Uh... Okay. Did you Pardon play me? Fort Wayne? I never got to play in Fort Wayne. One year um, when I left Augusta Links, and I ended up signing in Peoria, and to play with you. That's when I met Yablonski and to play with my best buddy uh, for one of my best buddies in the world, Brendan Brooks, mm-hmm. and Tyler Renetta, guy I played junior with, was there. Mm-hmm. And, I was going to go to Fort Wayne. It was they were in a different league at the time. I think it was like the old United League or IHL or something like that. Yeah. Ended up sticking yeah. in the coast um, just because it was kind of looked at a little bit better to get called up. Sure. Went yeah. there and um, got my agent, Peter Cooney, who did an amazing job. I'm still friends, and I was his longest client at 17 mm-hmm. years. And Played 24 games for Smurf. Uh, we had a great team. We were in first place. Really tough team. We had uh, me and Yablonski. I was a defenseman back then. He was a forward. We had a... Uh, Brad Voth, Anthony Belza, Jason Lawmaster, Baker. I mean, the, this team was insane how many guys we had. and We were really skilled, and we were a really good team. And I played there, I think, 24 games, and then I got called up and kind of stayed the rest of my career in the American League. Uh, Tom Rowe gave me a, uh, my shot and worked with me all the time. I still talk with him uh, once in a while. He's a phenomenal human being. Worked with me every day. Like, we'd have hard practices mm-hmm. back then. Now the practices are a lot more up-tempo, and you kind of – you know, on and off within an hour um, or maybe a little bit more to shoot and do some goalie drills. But back then, the practices were a lot longer. And then I'd st- all the guys would be leaving the rink after showering and working out, and I'd still be on mm-hmm. the ice doing one- one-on-one with Tom. So, like, I pretty much owe my career to a few people, and the two I just mentioned are two of the biggest, Tom Rowe and Peter Cooney. So forever, forever, yeah. great, forever grateful for that. Very There's good. a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, man. He sure he, he drug my ass around that ice, boy. I, he was—he's always with a stopwatch and a whistle. I mean, it's old school, but 
he developed yeah. me. He developed me where I could stay, and obviously I could fight right. and hit and install that. But um, he helped. He, he he helped me tremendously. Very good. Um, you got an Ace Road story for us? Oof. <laughs> I mean. There's so many stories. It's insane. I mean, I, I could do a podcast with you once every couple of weeks, man, if you want, and we, <laughs> we can get more into it. But you know what? You know, one thing, if you talk to some retired guys, what they always say, the thing you're going to miss the most is the guy time, you know, even those long bus through all that adversity through travel, you know, the planes not, you know, not being there or something happens with the bus, it breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road for 22 hours. I mean, just insane. I got so many insane things. But, you know, all that team camaraderie where you're you're eating a dirty grease wheel and the miners a pizza and some wings <laughs> or a sub. Or the, you know, the food's not terrific at, at that level. You get what you get. But, you know, my sure. mother taught me when she was young, you get what you get, Daddy, and you don't pitch a fit. That's what they teach me in right. the garden. So, you know, sure. it's just I miss the card games. Like, we play Schnarples. It's a phenomenal game. It's a trick-based game. And uh, all yeah. the movies, you know, all the classic movies like Slapshot with the boys and just just so many good times like good meals and just times on the road you know you miss that when you're done i mean i got a lot of great friends and people in my life that we still do that kind of stuff but you know it's pretty much like a family away from home um you become so sure. close with so many guys um mm-hmm. you know you, you know even if you're not best friends you, you, it's like you're a family you know you don't always get along with everybody and but you got yeah. to and um it's just a it's just a really cool thing um being a part of a team and and uh, everyone kind of being a piece to the puzzle, you know, everyone pushing, everyone pulling, regardless if you're a top-line player or you're a fourth-line guy or, you know, you're a backup goalie taking all the shots for the guys getting bag-skated. I mean, everyone's a huge role, and in order to win a championship or be a good team, if you're missing a few pieces, it doesn't usually add up or work out too well for you. But if you got all the right pieces and the right kind of people, good people, um, it's just a it's just a fun ride, and it's obviously a long – it's a marathon, not a sprint, and it's – it's a long season, man. Eighty games plus playoffs, and, or sure. whatever it is now in the minor sixty-eight, seventy-two, whatever it is. But uh, I don't even know. It's yeah. been so long. It's uh, it was a great time, man. Um, you know, I was truly blessed. I got to play for a very long time, especially with my talent level, and um, you know, love the game. I don't really watch it much anymore because the game's very much changed. I watch a few games here and there, but I kind of like the old school mentality. Uh, there's still some guys I really like. Matt Martin's a buddy of mine. Uh, I like this Reeves guy. Um, there's there's some guys in the league that I, I kind of still really dig. Um, you know, but the game's changed. I mean, you can't really touch anyone. Um, it's very talented. Um, but for me, I'd rather watch fighting with my buddies. I watch football now with some of these guys down south. I live in the south. Um, right on. You know, it, it is what it is. But I, I miss the old school mm-hmm. hockey. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, good, good insight on all that stuff, Trev. I, I appreciate it. Uh, for those of you that are commenting guys, let's keep it civil. Y'all, um, see a lot of, uh, chirping back and forth. Uh, um, Oh, don't worry. You're on a show. Don't worry. Hey, there's so many keyboard warriors, but they probably got like maybe three <laughs> fights in their life. So I don't, I can't sure. see the comments, nor do I care. Um, oh yeah. Most of most of my I have a lot of people on here that are probably watching and, and they'll chime yeah. in. You know the Gillies Army is pretty strong, but sure. at the end of the day, my no, family it's it's, uh, it's it's a hockey talk. Who's your hockey life? Yeah, my family, my family market. and friends know what I'm about. I'm a good human being, and uh, sure. You know, ultimately, I did what I had to do. You you do what you're told to do, and if you yeah. want to make that big money at certain levels, you you do what you're told, and um, right on. You know, and that's kind of the way of the warrior. You know, you live by yeah. the sword, you die by the sword. 
Sure. All right, man. I want to do this thing that we've been doing with our guests as of late. It's called rapid fire, where I'll fire off a few questions and you just, you, I won't give you much time. Just fire off the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. <laughs> all right. This is Very a good. surprise. All right. <laughs> Favorite music genre. Oh, I like 90s rock. Very good. First NHL goal you scored and who was it on? Uh, well, I only got two. So Robin Liner, uh, he was with Ottawa Senators. Very good. Uh, your go-to in one karaoke song? I don't sing karaoke, but uh, I, enjoy, I enjoy listening to it and dancing to it. <laughs> Very good. Uh, favorite non-hockey city? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, well, now I'm probably Charleston. It's a hockey city, so Hilton Head. I love Hilton Head. Very good. Uh, when I dance with my wife, I look like what? Oh, all slow songs, buddy. We're totally, totally <laughs> in the good. moment. Totally in the moment. All love. Very good. Favorite number? Uh, 51. Work forever. Very good. Uh, your cheat meal when you were playing? Uh, I still have a cheat meal every Sunday. We go to Mexican Sundays. Uh -huh. We go have Mexican margaritas here right by the house five miles away. It's a blast. Awesome. Cool. All right, man. Thanks for doing that for us. Uh, a little rapid fire sesh. Um, hey, tell those, keyboard, tell, those, tell those keyboard warriors to keep it coming because I'm going to be on here a bunch with you, buddy. Uh, right on. They all probably wear cages in men's league. Yeah, that's all they do. They got big gut. They got big guts and never been in a fight in their life. Hey, remember, sure. always fight for who and what you love. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, man, when you were on the road, you mentioned the the long trips with the boys and uh, you know the camaraderie and um, you know all of that. Uh, were you a prankster back in the day? Uh, I'm kind of one of those guys. Like uh, you know, I don't really mess with anybody and they don't if they mess with me i'll always get them back um mm -hmm. but i won't let them know it'll they won't see it coming but uh, i mean in the old days it was crazy stuff man like i've had a pair of my dress shoes my older guys nailed to my stall i've had to you know the old days <laughs> was different these young guys have no idea about pranks like they'd get the trainer to sew up your dress pants at the bottom so when you put your legs in i mean there's so many it's insane i mean we could be here a whole segment talking about that but uh you know, there's ways to get them. I mean, you know, shaving cream in the gloves, all kinds of stuff you can do. Sure. Um, tape, yeah. on the, tape on the bottom of the blades. I mean, there's a million of them. Um, you know, I'm all about it. I like a good laugh. I can take a joke. But uh, ultimately, you know, if you mess around, it's coming back to you. Very good. Um, so with as many fights as you had in your career and, and so much hockey that you played, you know, we mentioned uh, 800 games as a pro. Um, how did you stay in shape, man? What was your regimen? Uh how did you uh, how did you stay at it for so long? Uh, you know, it's all about eating right, getting the right sleep. And um, I had three fight coaches, Stevie DeMent, Mark Grubel, and Chris Elms, who helped me tremendously. Obviously, getting knocked out by Bugard, I had to learn that I wasn't undestruct I wasn't <laughs> indestructible. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I had to learn how to cycle away from the power, um, cross-grab right hands, because most hockey players can't throw lefts worth of crap. Um, so many things like where I'm not just standing in the pocket because I ultimately wasn't big enough. I had six three, and you know when I was in the NHL, I was like 228, 232. I'm a little heavier now since uh, I don't play. I'm like 245. Um, you know, would like to lose a little bit, but no. I mean, I just took pride. I went every morning, early, early morning, and then I'd also go to the gym. And I went to birdgrass skating uh, every year in Fargo. It's an awesome skating conditioning camp. I always took pride in. Um, being a gym rat i still am i go every single day i might take sunday off but i work out every day i still do even now at almost 40 i'll be 40 on the 30th 
I still go to fight class on Tuesdays and Thursdays with my fight coach, Stevie, Stevie DeMant of DeMant Brothers, and have a great workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still believe in doing it. It kind of sets the table for the day, so you can eat the day. gets those natural endorphins going in your brain so you can dominate and feel great and love life. I mean, it's a short one, so you might as well uh, get the most out of every day. So I'm a huge sure. uh, fan of fitness. Take pride in being in shape and um, don't plan on ever getting out of it. Very good. So that's a perfect segue. I'm going to give you like a 30-second break here, Trev, and I appreciate you being with me. Um, You mentioned fitness. Uh, I want to say thanks to Hoosier Hockey Life's uh, sponsor, Steiner Sports Training, uh, premier facility here in Indianapolis for uh, all things hockey and working out. Um, They've got a state-of-the-art workout room where they've got uh, the Olympic-style, you know, squat racks, uh, anything that you need for your game as far as weightlifting they got. They also have a turf run where they got like 30 yards of, uh, you know, turf room. You can push the sled. You can do some wind sprints. You can do a lot of stretching, um, things like that. And they have also got the uh, state-of-the-art uh, hockey treadmill with the synthetic ice. So uh, if you want to have a long career like Trevor Gillies, uh, get your butts over to Steiner Sports Training. Again, that's steinersportstraining.com. Uh, Chris Klein and his crew will take care of you. Uh, my wife and I go, and uh, we love it. So, again, steinersportstraining.com. Uh, thanks for if, your support uh, Who's Your Hockey Life. If, if anyone yeah. would like to uh, get a Gillies shirt, I got a little clothing line I did with my buddy. I teamed up with him because he does so much for cancer. It's uh-huh. www.effectiveaggression.com. Click the top three lines on the left of the site. Click TG51. We got a bunch of hats, T-shirts. This is a hat he did for my buddy who also has um, a sled hockey program for wounded warriors uh-huh. and combat veterans. Uh, they also have regular stand-up hockey, but it's called Charleston Warriors. Charleston, everyone, awesome. anyone who's looking in to get into that, check them out. And uh, it's Very www.effectiveaggression.com. We got some cool stuff on there. We'd love everyone's support. And it's, uh, <laughs> you know, cancer sucks. So. Yeah, very good, man. All right, uh, looks like they got a free ad read tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta um, pl- plug your buddies, you know. Sure, for sure. Yeah, and we and hey, it wouldn't be possible without friends, uh, you know, uh, having your back and doing the things that are right. And uh, you know, Chris Klein and the team at Steiner, they they're they're big in the hockey community here. Uh, great ambassadors for the game, so we wouldn't uh, it wouldn't be possible without them. So thanks to them, and uh, you know I'm sure your guys. Sounds, sounds nice like too, a pretty so. cool gym. I'd like to train there. I mean I'm all about the sprints <laughs> and the sleds. That's pretty cool. Sure. So uh, so uh, I want to ra- I want to keep this thing short, man. I, I I told you about 30 minutes, and I'm going to hold to that. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, all the scraps and, uh, you know, living a healthy lifestyle and making sure that your career after your career, uh, you know, as a father and a husband um, is intact. Uh, just talk to us about, um, you know, maybe some of the things you did during your career to, uh, you know, avoid some of those pitfalls. You know, CTE is a really big uh, conversation nowadays. And, uh, you know, the game kind of going away from that era of, the big hits, a lot of the fights and all that stuff. Just in, and with you playing in that era, um, how did you keep yourself, uh, you know, kind of out of that danger zone? Well, to be honest, you never know. Um, I've done my research and that's something that can turn up later in life. Uh, hopefully God willing, I, I stay healthy. Um, you know, I don't have the best short term memory. I write everything down, but besides that, I feel great. Um, you know, I just, it is what it is, man. I mean, I know what I signed up for. Punches aren't vitamins and been doing it a long time. And um, to be honest, like I just try to not get hit as much. I mean, obviously you take mm-hmm. punches every fight, but um, 
you know, uh, hopefully all those guys that are struggling. Um, there's a lot of people out there that can help you. Uh, Riley Cote being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's part of an organization called Hemp Heels and Athletes for Care. To be honest, yeah. they helped me at the end of my career. Um, got some good products, um, CBD and stuff like that that really helped me. And I t- still take it to this day. Sleep great. Um, it's it's great for you. Um, so there's other there's other ways than popping a pill that doctors just want to give people a pill. If you sure. if you research it, at pretty much uh, anything on the planet that you eat good, uh, if you eat well. And um, mm-hmm. certain natural products uh, hopefully will give me a f- good foundation to live a, a long, healthy lifestyle so I can do the most important job of my career. Obviously, playing hockey was always my dream, and I got mm-hmm. to live it for a long time, regardless of what anyone says, the haters. I did play for 19 years, remember that? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, But the number one job to me is uh, being a good father and uh, a good husband, and um, you know, I, I feel like I do a pretty good job. And, just trying to be half a percent better every day, you know, and that's tough to sure. do. So whether it's working yeah. out or no matter what it is, um, that's just, that's my outlook. You know, there's no rear view. My, my good friend uh, is listening probably. And he's always told, he's my, kind of my mentor as well. He's 60 something years old, the coolest 60 something year old on the planet. And he always says, the sun doesn't set on one cool ass motherfucker. And there's also no rear view mirrors in hockey, golf, or business, so only go forward, you know. So I know I don't have the best rap sheet on uh, some incidents, but um, ultimately I try to be a good person and do a lot and help a lot of teammates and be a positive influence in all the communities I was in. And, you know, that's all I really care about. I'm proud of what I was able to do, but there's no rear view mirrors, man. I'm just trying to be a better tomorrow, you know. And uh, I appreciate your time very much. Yeah. Um, last question for you, brother. Um, of, of all the fights, and you, like you said, you had 400 of them. Is there one in particular you go on YouTube and you look it up just because it was just a, a badass scrap? <sighs> My one with Cam Jansen in preseason is insane. Uh-huh. It's the second. We had fought twice in the one game. We just, it was like a punch in the face contest. And the one thing about Cam, if anyone knows him that well, is he has an amazing gas tank, is what we call it in the fight game. Mm-hmm. He can fight for forever. Yeah. He'll tell the refs no. And so I knew, like, you know, you better be ready. I knew we were playing them in preseason. So I had to make sure that my gas tank was up to par. And I liked that one the best because I was still able to go and we just had such a great war. But there's so many, mm-hmm. man. I mean, but but that one stands out because um, it was a punch in the face contest. Like, all my fights with Yablonski were tough. Um, you know, all my fights with Morass. All these guys are all these guys are absolute nail guns. I mean, they're they're tough as hell. So they're all they're all they're all hard. And uh, I respect every single guy that that's willing to do the hardest job in pro sports for for their brotherhood for the for the jersey. Sure, uh, I would have to say my favorite. Uh, it was actually when you were on the coast. You fought the ECHLs all time penalty minutes leader and uh, Garrett Hunt. Uh, we're, we're, the, we're, we're, me and him, me and Hunter buddies now. We we uh, text oh, and really? stuff. Yeah, we we party together in Alaska. We went there for preseason. I'm good buddies with Justin Johnson and got to hang out with with him and Hunt, who I fought, and just great dudes. Yeah. Um, kept in touch with him, and he's just a great guy, man. For an undersized dude, that guy's got a heart. He's a yeah. heart, heart of a lion, bro. I mean, he just he'll fight yeah. anybody, dude. He's sure he's real deal. And that was one thing uh, when I watched the audio after the fight was over. They said, uh, you know, mad props to a guy that's undersized to uh, you know. He's great. He's a great skater. He flies oh. around, just hammers dudes. You know. Yeah. He's still playing for a reason. You know. He's a good leader sure. and captain. 
I think he yeah. was the player assistant coach. He's just a great guy, man. He's cool. Yeah. You know, good guy. People probably talk crap about him too, and all a lot of us. Oh, but that just means you were doing your job. So sure. I got mad respect for every single guy that does this job, and it's yeah. a shame that it's not as big of a factor as it used to be. But you know, there's still a bunch of guys that in, in the NHL that are doing it, and um, you know, that's mm-hmm. those are guys I'm fans of. I mean, in my in my man cave, in my office here. I got Gretzky and Messier here, signed picks. I got my some uh-huh. of my other stuff around. I can't really show you, but you know, there's yeah. Prober. Um, you know, uh-huh. then I got uh, there's Kosher. You can't really see. Yeah, Joey Kosher's a star. There's Kosher there, and there's uh, you know Scott Stevens. I mean, I got a bunch of them on there. Uh, I, I yeah. only got t- really tough guys on the walls, and that's they're one of the best in the world. But that's the that's the game I always wanted to play, and that's the guys I idolized. Bob Probert obviously being my number one. I got to play for Marty mm-hmm. McSorley, who I still talk with. He's an amazing man. Scott Stevens yeah. is my favorite D-man. So you can kind of see the kind of player I like. I mean, I'm sure they'll be sure. get chirped a bunch for that too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. that's what I like. That's my dad. That's what my dad, that's what my dad wanted me to do, and that's what I liked. So sure. That's how I played. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, I tell you what, man, uh, you know, your career and and just watching the the lineage of it and just all the markets and and all the things that you did and and the awards that you were able to win you know it's something that uh you know you wish every young man to aspire for and uh and to to model their behavior after for sure so uh well i mean uh, now yeah i appreciate it nowadays i mean uh, you can't do the stuff i did you just i tell all the kids work on your skills uh that's the game now and and ultimately, I tell my own daughter, I tell everyone this is just dream the big dream. You know, don't mm-hmm. listen to the naysayers, all those keyboard warriors. If you have a dream and you want to put in the work ethic and do it every single day, um, you know, you can do it. Even if your own parents mm-hmm. are telling you you can. Um, don't mm-hmm. listen to those odds and uh, just just work hard every day and, you know, sit there and stick handle while you, my brother used to stick handle watching commercials. I thought he was nuts. I was out hitting the heavy bag and shooting pucks, but that's why he scored a bunch of goals and I did it. So ah, right on. just dream the big dream. And that's what, that's what life's all about. No matter what your dream is, make sure you follow him. Sure. All right, man, Trevor, thanks for being with us tonight, man. And, uh, and best of the luck of the, the rest of the way. Um, if you're ever in Indy, let's hit the sticks, man. Let's, uh, let's hit a golf game up and, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. All right, brother, man. Hey, I'll come on anytime you want, man. I appreciate your time. You're a cool cat.